May the force be with you is a phrase used to wish a person well to overcome a challenge. The invitation in this podcast, May the Life Force Be With You, is to explore what it means to truly feel alive, to appreciate the physical, emotional and spiritual connection to our energy, and finally to understand how this impacts who you are and all that you do. May this conversation inspire you to thrive. Hi. Hi, Karila. Hi, everybody. Um, This is one of these moments where we have just recorded a previous podcast and um, we were chatting away as we always do and having amazing words of wisdom because all our finest work is done when we don't press record. Um, I wish that we had (laughs) record. So now we are continuing the conversation. So, and this is because Karila, you wanted to share an experience of something that kind of came up as a result of our previous conversation with Priska and that came up through your, your time in Egypt and it felt important for you, for you to share. So I'm going to, I'm going to hand over um, to you and hopefully this words of wisdom that we always have after the show that we never record will end up being a words of wisdom now that we press record. It's no pressure. Over to you. The the non-recorded moments are the best. And actually I just want to say that we tried to record this once already and I yeah. stumbled because Actually, I realized twice. that because I stumbled. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I realized not that <laughs> amazing people helped me out in Egypt where ceremony and ritual is essentially illegal and I was given passage and they told me not to be public about this place and so I was like I can't I was going into too much detail and I was like that isn't being a guardian of the peace no. which is what we're talking about can I just ask really quickly what why why is ceremony illegal why is ceremony not allowed in Egypt I don't know maybe because of Islam and is it is, know, it, is it is it the is it the god is it the spirit is it the bringing collective what what do you do you have any sense of why there's I mean you know Egypt is a place a lot of things that are illegal you can pay for <laughs> so Egypt is a place where like if you can pay you can do but it's listen my dad Kabila, my that. dad worked in Saudi Arabia when I was little my dad lived in Saudi and we went over there. And there was one day when my sister and I looked at each other and thought we're going to be orphaned if we get caught because mum and dad are drunk and mum's driving the car, all of which are completely illegal in Saudi Arabia <laughs> in 1982. But you turn a blind eye. You have to say Cash, who edits Me the Life Always Be With You, also lived in Saudi Arabia as a child and also had a pair of parents. That nearly got arrested for drinking. You know, there's there, there's an element of blind eye to everything. But sorry, sorry about that. Over over to you about Egypt. We'll come back to Saudi Arabia another yeah. time. So, what you have in Egypt is this experience of you want to do something, you might be able to pay to do it. It depends on who. And there was one. You know, we were given a lot of passage in Egypt. It was amazing. But there was one moment where the group were in a place that they shouldn't have been with a a very supportive person that really helped us. And this moment was a moment that we had with Sekhmet, who is the goddess of war. 
in ancient Egypt and she's the cat-headed goddess. Oh, yeah. And she's like this muscular, so she's got a cat head yeah. and she's like all muscle, yeah. And, you know, we were there doing ceremony for for to seed peace, to call in peace. And there were people all over the world that were tuning in and supporting this process online that were also in their own way holding prayer for peace. And wherever I go with land, I like to call in the gods of the land, you know, like call in the old gods of the land, because to me that is part of your passage and part of the honouring of the, the land and the history of the land. And I was like, this is really interesting because I'm about to connect to the goddess of war you know, like, and ask for peace. Like, surely she's not going to be up for this. <laughs> like, and um, it was amazing because when we were in this place, you could feel her energy so present, like so present that like a lot of the group were just silenced or even in tears. Wow. And the message that came through us participating with her and her energy was the first thing that came through was the time of the wars of weak men needs to end now. The time of the wars of greedy hearts needs to end now. And then she said, and what you think, what you call war is not war. And like, that really hit me. You're giving me and goosebumps. And then we did this prayer. Oh my God. We did this prayer. So, so I channeled about that afterwards because I was like, what do you mean it's not war? And she was like, war is truth like even war true war has truth within it so our ancestors when they went to war they were honest they said i want so they didn't care about oil but in modern times it would be like you have oil i want your oil me and my tribe are coming to get your oil and you have the right to defend yourself against your oil and she was like that's war because it's honest she was like, this, this isn't war. This is the war of weak men. And by the way, there was no reference to this true sacred masculine. Like mm -hmm. she was referencing the shadow of the patriarchy. Mm -hmm. She was like, if it's, if it's distorted, it's not war. It's not, you can't even call it war. And for me, that just hit something in me so deep about how much, you know, this journey with the throat chakra was all about truth. And like one of the biggest distortions we're living in is like we don't even go to war on the waves of truth. It's you know, like... Yeah, distortion, manipulation. About it. Yeah. And... No one's been truthful about what then, their actual intentions are. 
No. And that's why, you know, she was like, that, that, that's, that's not, war is fair, essentially, if it's going to be true war, if it's going to be the war that our ancestors prayed to beings like her for, you know? And because that's it's on not a fair law. fight, it's not a fair fight, right? Yeah, now. It's not, if, if you're if, if if there's all this distortion about what it is, and you know, it it mm-hmm. it's not it's not true. Oof. And and then what happened was, so like I'd been subtly making offerings to for peace <laughs> as and as the old gods like they like exchange and so and you know in many ways these gods are aspects of us so when you're offering when you're praying you're calling in that part of you to awaken in you yeah like we've talked about archetype before mm-hmm. um but collective archetype is an ancient collective archetype is calling in a really old archetypal power. And basically the person in there that we were in the place that we were going to be in saw me with this <laughs> offering and took it off me. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> you know, I was like, we're going to get in so much trouble now. And he just, and he didn't speak English, but he felt the energy and the prayer that we were with. And he took, the offering and he rubbed it into the heart of the goddess of war of Sekhmet. Wow. Gave it to her. And then he he like bought us out and we tried to explain to him and he bought us. And when he understood that it was for peace, even though I feel like he'd energetically understood it, he brought us back in and he had us, he wanted to get a photo, which is also not allowed <laughs> for us. And so we had a photo with her. And for the photo, we stood with our backs. And I just heard this voice come through me as I stood with my back to her. And it was like, Sekhmet has your back. And I felt like that message was this deep, feminine archetypal force of war which is you know the 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 scale of it is peace you know war and peace are on the same journey trajectory and I feel like that message is for anyone who wants to stand against the distortion of war. Can the goddess of war also want peace? The goddess of war does want peace. This archetypal force, like even when I connect to her now, I feel so strong. I don't know if you can feel that, but it's like calling in a life force energy. A bit like the life force energy that Prisca just described, like the muscle of being able to uh to win a war i guess but peace from what i understand of it is truth if you are going to war without truth there will never be peace mm. Mm. you know like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because yeah. truth leads to peace 
And there's so much noise at the moment going on in the collective. But for me, that was such a moment of like, none of this, not like, we got to collectively get to the truth. And the truth is that the war <laughs> is between the, as an amazing comedian once said to me, is between the 1% and everybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is not joking. There's no joke in that. It's absolutely true. That is the only war. They don't, they don't <laughs> it's happening they don't, on this planet. Go to war, but they are the instigators of that. And that's where that truth and distortion is even more uh, prevalent between that 1% and then what is left behind for, for everybody else. And that I just want to reiterate, like, go back on what you said there. The truth leads to peace. I mm. really felt that. Yeah. It was and one of the messages. And on an individual basis as well. Like having individual it, truth leads to peace on so many was, different levels. It was one of the messages that spoke to me mm -hmm. so much from Edith. The guides yeah. were like, truth will always lead to peace. If you are yeah. not peaceful, you have not told the truth. Mm -hmm. That makes absolute sense to me. Absolute sense. And, and you know, that energy that I felt with Sekhmet is that truth no frills no fuss just the truth and you feel the peace so yes mm -hmm. sometimes the war i think the true meaning of the war is like the energy that leads to peace not our modern day description of war mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know it's like truth leads to peace mm -hmm. and there might be a bit like Prisca was saying, there might be movement around change. That's part of the law of nature, you know? But truth leads to peace. And anything that, you know, that much energy, if you think how much energy is being put into what is not war. <laughs> but it's not true. So it's never going to lead to peace. That's why the land next door to Egypt hasn't been peaceful for 75 years. Yeah, because as soon as there's a distortion, there's immediately resistance and therefore conflict because it's not the truth. No one is speaking the truth. The truth. Which is different you know, difference of opinion. You can have a difference of opinion, but that is not the same as truth. And 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 I, you know. What I feel is like when you're presented with truth, people then can access that. What I felt in that segment moment was like when people are presented with truth, they then have the right to access their warrior energy. And then it's kind of like a divine, what happens next is divine law, I guess. But when the truth isn't being, when, when people are going to war, without the truth you just have this distortion that 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 doesn't lead to peace it leads to more yeah pain. because what i'm just imagining my my mind is that truth can still lead to war but it's a fair it's a fair war it's a yeah. 
everybody knows where they stand. It's for a reason that 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 everyone is clear and united behind, as you say, like ancestral wars, you know, the clans of Scotland or the, you know, different Greeks and Romans and Egyptian wars. Like that's very different to the world that we live in today where nobody really, there, there, there's so much debate about why, because no one actually knows what the truth behind because it's all distorted and conflict is because the weak and also what i really felt was like when the she said heart. weak men yeah and the greedy heart it's like true war the person starting the war is on the front mm-hmm. <laughs> of those people going you know like it was like this download about what true if well, that war is going to happen Sorry, weak men and greedy heart. You you add weak men, greedy heart, and one percent. Boom. That's all you need to know about why we are where we are today. And we might, because of the Greek weak men and greedy hearts, we might now get shadow banned <laughs> for this this clip. But we'll we 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 trust that Sekhmet has our backs. <laughs> so, but it's the truth. And, and the I, truth is important, it is. you know. Yeah, that 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 feels yeah hugely profound, and you know, it's not about what we do isn't about taking sides or having controversial opinions, or you know, it might sound like it sometimes. It's about trying to uncover the truth. It's about trying to rid. And and even on the way to finding the truth, because who knows what the frick that is, it's elimination of the distortion. It's trying to just yeah. clear the shit out of the way. And maybe that's what life force energy, our you know, individual, and I talk not just about me and you, Krila, but like all of us. It's just trying to like, how do we cut through the crap on a more on a daily basis to actually truly feel to find our peace through finding our truth and and you know peace is full of energy like life force and the truth has the most life force force the force is in the truth that is why that warrior energy when she spoke the truth you feel it even now when i speak about it you feel it oh yeah yeah and you feel the force the life force of it Whereas the distortion dissipates your life force. If any, you could go as far as to say it harvests your life force. Mm -hmm. And so to me, being a warrior of like one of the greatest services we can do at this time is try and be more of our truth more of the time. Well, if you just think about it in pure practical terms, conflict and war does take life force away because at the end of the day it's just all about taking more of the life force from your opponent than they can take from you in the simplest of terms and obviously when we say life force we're talking about human life or resource or whatever it might be but you are you are taking life force away from people that don't know the truth of why they're there it is whereas yeah when you when you are fully in your truth a bit like prisca was saying about the the ultimate warrior when you are fully 
in your truth. You don't need any life force because you have the force. You have the source force flowing through you. That's why it leads to peace. You don't need to beg, borrow, and steal life force from others. Mm -hmm. You don't need to pillage it. No. You're trying to top, top up your own battery by taking it from someone else. It doesn't work. And, and we do that, you know, oh what, what the other message that came through after this profound segment mm -hmm. experience is like, you know, if you're on a pilgrimage for peace, then it is your duty to stop those battles in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like those times that you're lying to yourself, those times that you are pillaging energy from others, that patterning and distortion, mm -hmm. you, can't, you, can't, you can't speak truth and then have those battles going on in a different, you know, like mm -hmm. the message was like, if you are going to live this mission, then you have to live this mission. Oh, my goodness. That feels so profound. Why do it is profound. Not hey? hear this? I feel like I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, so I'm not going to, but we could some other time <laughs> maybe. Is, 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 you know, the part, oh gosh, I really don't, but the part religion plays in that and beliefs and collective and individual beliefs that distort that truth sometimes for gain but the that great is unclear. So what I understand about that is that of what the pilgrimage in Egypt taught me was that God is the truth. You know, the power of God is that our power to believe. And when we believe in truth, when we believe in L-O-R-E truth, our truth, the truth, we have an undistorted experience of heaven on earth. When we distort our own truth, we are essentially distorting source, gods, and the biggest collective manifestation of that is religious war. Hmm. Yeah. So or maybe war in the name of God. Yeah, exactly. War in the name of God. I think that's what I have a hard time reconciling in my own. It's it's the it's separation. It comes from our separation from source, mm -hmm. and yeah. our separation is a distortion. You know, like one of the things the guide said just before I went to Egypt, they were like, "You can't be separated. You belong to the earth and the stars, and the you are you are interconnected." And so the only place you can actually have separation is from is in your own voice. It's from your own sense of self from your own it's when your voice and your sexual energy or your voice and your life force energy separate from each other that's the only place that separation can exist and the biggest manifestation of that it you know because because we are source we are like and so the biggest manifestation of that is the inner war the inner battles and the external war mm -hmm. In the name of good, in the name of God, mm -hmm. in the name of yeah, yeah. In the, in name, the of... name of means you're lying. If yeah, you're in, in the, the name, of, you know, like not your truth. Satnam is my name. <laughs> like, 
And that's why true war, to come back to it, that's why Sekhmet was like, true war is, I want your oil. I'm coming to get your oil. Get ready. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm really glad that we pressed record on that moment that we've just had. Uh <laughs> I hope you're comfortable sharing it. I feel deeply, deeply moved by what you said. It's going to sit with me for a while, just thinking about what's going on in the world today kind of just sits so uncomfortably with me. And um, that perspective that you gave really kind of, I can really feel it. I can really feel it. And and the senselessness that <laughs> of going to war without that truth. Mm with those and thank you. men and greedy hearts it's it's um thank you for being so brave because i know that often on may the life force be with you we touch on things that can potentially irrationalize and irritate and i know that this one probably will touch chords with people but mm-hmm. i'm really glad that we're doing it because it feels... I don't feels... feel it's, com- it, it's, it's com- um, combative what we're doing in this conversation yeah. or, or controversial if it's your truth. No. If it's what you experienced, it, it's what I, I feel from what you shared. I shared honestly and truthfully. Um, and... A lot of the world doesn't make sense at the moment. So if we can try and unpick something that resonates or something that gives us a a moment of understanding, then that can only be a good thing. We're not saying it is or it isn't one way. It's just a perspective that can offer thought for people, really. It's certainly giving me thought. So thank you. And I will end mm-hmm. by saying that whenever you... Whenever I am guided to pray for peace or to do prayer, the prayer that I feel is the most effective one, it comes from Kirtan, Kirtan, and it is Loka Samasta Sukino Babantu. And how it translates is may all of the beings in all of the world be free be happy, and be at peace. I don't think you can say much more than that. Thank you. May the life force be with you. We hope this conversation has topped up your life force energy. If it has, then please help us spread the life force. Like, share, subscribe, all of that. (laughs) And may the life force be with all of us.